NFL action coming up this weekend. I was actually surprised when the Houston Texans announced that Terod Taylor was going to once again be the starting quarterback because you kind of know what you have in Terod Taylor, a very serviceable backup. But if you're the Texans, you're going to move to Sean Watson. He's no longer part of your future. So wouldn't you want to know, do we have our future quarterback or do we have to? And I, and I guess they've already. What, in Davis Mills? Yeah, I guess they've already. Well, We've I mean, seen they drafted the guy, Mills. not me, you know? Yeah, that's true. So don't you kind of want to see thought, what you I got the you rest of the him. way? I don't want to see another. I, don't, I think they support my claim. Nobody wants to see Davis Mills play any more football. He stinks. He is his putrid. He's bad. His neck is the longest thing. Never mind. He, uh, Let me leave that alone. Fair. He went 29 to 38 last week, 310 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, probably the final start of his career uh, as Terod does get healthy, but still like with Terod Taylor, even if you wanted to keep him around, he's going to be your backup. Even if you draft somebody, because I mean, let's look at it like this. The Texans are terrible. Okay. They, but this isn't really the year to need a quarterback. What are you looking at? Sam Howell? Um, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, look, I, I, I mean, Matt Corral. Well, when you think about it, the trade market is wide open for them this offseason, though. Probably the best name out there is the dude that they have. Yeah, <laughs> you know that they're yeah, unfortunately, that but they're going to be getting rid of. I mean, I get, maybe they could just do a swap for Tua. So I guess Davis Mills isn't the answer. So you drafted a dude who you're going to say goodbye to, I guess, next year. You bring back Terod Taylor, and he'll be throwing the ball to who? Uh, man, Brandon Cooks, who really wants out. Brandon Cooks is so pissed. Everybody else, all these other vets, they like found value on other teams. Yeah. Mark Ingram gets to go back home with the Saints. Brandon Cooks stuck playing with the Texans this year, but he's Poor been. Guy. But the other he thing, had a big, he had a big with, day last week, though. The other thing with Cooks, yeah, he had uh, six grabs, 83 yards, and a touchdown yeah. in that game, man. Nico Collins also had four grabs for 55 yards. They do have some dudes that can make plays. I mean, they are an NFL team, but they're not very good. No. With Cooks, though, he has had his opportunities to win a Super Bowl. I mean, he's on a new team every year, and they're always competitors. So this year, he might have to suck it up and just rot in Houston, unfortunately, as bad as that sounds. Houston defense. Um, terrible against the Rams. Not that many defenses look very good going against Matthew Stafford, Cooper cup, Robert Woods, and Sean McVay, but they gave up 467 total yards of offense. Uh, didn't force any turnovers and didn't even get after the quarterback after they got after the quarterback once. I think they had one sack in that game. So um, if I have to play this game gun to my head, I'm not going to. <laughs> so you're just going to take the bullet to the head. I would probably like, have I'm, to, I'm out of here. I guess I would have to go with the dolphins. Right? Would you? I mean, are you taking the Texans? It's a five and a half point spread. It actually just went. It actually it, just went down. It should, be, it should be a pick them. I mean, look at it like this. Here's two teams that don't know what the hell they want to do with the quarterback position because Miami was like this close to trading for Deshaun Watson. They pull out. Now they're kind of stuck with Tua, who they have no faith in. Tua, super accurate quarterback, can't throw the deep ball, likes to dink and dunk. Not a fit with that offense. But and Terod going Taylor's to a on. baller, man. I understand why, though. Terod Taylor was looking good to start the season. Yeah, but they don't want to be good. They want to lose. Yeah. Well, if we're taking a team to cover, though. I mean, why would they? What, like, what's the benefit in losing, though? Maybe. I mean, there's nothing that you really love in the draft, obviously. You have the ultimate sh- trade ship in Deshaun Watson. They don't really have to come out here and stink it up every Sunday. Like, Why not be competitive? Maybe the ter- maybe the goal here is to 
encourage the fans to want to support this team moving forward. Miami should just be out to tank too. Remember when a couple years ago it was tank for Tua and then he's going to end up being the only quarterback in that draft that's probably out of the league in a couple years. Leave if he it to get these together. two teams to play each other right after the trade deadline. They yeah. were literally just on the phone colluding right. with each other exactly. all, all season and exactly. now after they don't make a trade for Deshaun Watson or Tua, they have to come out here and see each other on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. So if I'm you know, here, both, this should be this should end in a tie. I mean, tie this, game. Nobody wins. You know how I go back and I watch every single game, even the condensed versions. Yeah, I heard Th- this will not be one. I will not watch this game ever again. You rather go back? I will and not watch, watch it live. College, Virginia Tech. Then watch uh, is, Miami versus. Yes, I probably. Yeah, I'll go back and watch Boston College, Virginia Tech. What about it, Morgan State versus Delaware State? The barn burner yesterday. Where no. Morgan State was a rare three and a half point home dog. No, oh, probably, okay. probably not with that one either. But with, with this one, man. I mean, Houston's got one win this season. It was with Terod Taylor. So if you put him back out there, you're risking maybe winning another game. And he was, like you said, though, he was balling out 9.5 yards per attempt when he was out there. He could beat you with his legs. And he's going against a Miami defense. Going into this year, I was like, I think Miami's going to be an 8-9 win team because even though I'm not sold on Tua or the offense, they did add some pieces like Will Fuller. More dudes that can't stay healthy. Speaking of the Texans, Will Fuller. But I was sold on them defensively. And they stink defensively. Like they're giving up 5.9 yards per play. They're 24th in the national football league defensively. They don't protect your, they don't, they're not good against the run. They're not good against the pass. And Tua looks inexperienced on the offensive side of the ball. And still, this would be the team that I would take in this spot. Probably would be the dolphins. This is, this is ugly and nothing, when it, when nothing it, here for me. What team do you think implodes first though? Both of these teams have been through so much this off or this season rather. We're looking at the Dolphins, the Tua rumors and all that stuff going on. Like who has the better situation? Yeah, like Miami. Miami does. Yeah, because I mean, Desha- I mean, with the Deshaun Watson stuff going down, but do with the act- Texans losing JJ act- Watt last year, how that's- much does that actually impact them on the field, though? I mean, they're bad without him. Last year, statistically, he put together. Well, I'm saying like mentally. <clears throat> Sorry, like, like mentally, like you know, like the drama that goes on in the front office or behind behind the scenes, like a team that hasn't even seen Deshaun Watson play football. Um, and he, he didn't even practice with them during the offseason. How much does that impact them that they go out there and they're playing these games without him? They never, they haven't known a life with him. Oh, you mean like this new team? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not good with yeah. with Davis Mills, and the the Dolphins aren't good with Tua. Tyra Ta- Tyra Taylor is a tryhard though. I can see the Texans coming out here and just kind of looking like the team that we expected them to not expect them to be. But when they came out in the first the first couple games, they looked good. I was like, hey, this team is might not, might not win a lot of games, but with Tyrod Taylor, I like them to cover. Now five and a half. I don't know about that. I feel like you're kind of your hand is kind of forced to take the Dolphins because neither one of these teams are good. I, I, I'm back with you. Five and a half is such a huge line. Yeah, Dolphins bottom five in scoring both sides of the ball offensively. They score 17 points per game on 301 yards per game. Defensively, they were great last year, and for some reason, whatever it is, they've stunk this year. They're giving up 29 points per game and 406 yards per game. So offensively, they're averaging 17 and giving up 29. And Tua. He's got the opportunity this year, so the film is out. He started five games. He did have that rib injury. He did come back from it. He's completed 103 out of 157 balls. He is accurate. You could say that about Tua. Seven touchdowns, but the five picks, the decision-making has been poor this year at times. Also, they don't have the best run game. I mean, you got Miles Gaskin with 279 yards leading the way for you. Yeah. He's more of a pass catcher out of the backfield. 31 grabs, 165 yards, three touchdowns. You got to look at the weapons Tua had it. Alabama when he looked really good in the weapons he's dealing with now. Um, Fuller's never healthy. But the, you got Mike Gusecki is your top pass catcher. 40 grabs, three scores, but it's Mike Gusecki. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just feel like with Tua, 
I want to see what he can do when he actually has some skill position players that can make some plays well, for him. My thing is, is does, does the situation have to be perfect for Tua to be a good quarterback? I think so, man. And that's the problem with the quarterback <laughs> well, that yeah. you draft that high. He's not Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. You know, he's... You got to have a quarterback that's the ultimate deodorant. Yeah, if you want to, I mean... That, that's reserved for a very few quarterbacks that come in the league. But Tua out of Alabama... Or a good he defense. Was like the, he was like a, or a good defense. He was like a can't-miss quarterback, we heard. Yeah. And I still like Tua. I think he has a lot of promise. But if we have to cater this offense, well, you should cater your offense to any quarterback that you have. But to say, hey, I need um, I need three of the best wide receivers in the league lining up beside Tua for me to have a chance with him at quarterback, I might say a little more about Tua's inability to play the position. Also, I would love to see him with the offseason not being hurt. Give him an offseason to recover from the, the what he had, the hip and all these different injuries. Give me a full, healthy offseason of Tua and a system that's not freaking crazy and see what he can go out there and do. But he also, he's been hurt a he lot. He probably will be seeing that. He'll probably be a Washington football team. Uh, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate him in Washington. I mean. Him and Terry McLaurin. Would you, would you, I, I'd, I'd take two over Heineke at this point, right? Yes. Oh, I mean, I, this, oh. this, the ceiling is much higher. Absolutely. One guy is a career backup. The other, maybe, just maybe could, could be, like you said. I mean, I don't know if the situation has to be perfect, but if you give him a run game, if you give him a defense, and you give him some skill position players that could actually make some plays, maybe he'd be all right. His passing prop isn't even up, actually, for Sunday. All that's up, Terod Taylor, 229 and a half. I would go over. Like I said, he was averaging 9.3 yards per attempt before he got injured, which was a career high for Terod Taylor. And uh, actually, that's the only prop that they do have available other than the win cast. Miles Gaskin to score in the Dolphins to win is plus 125. Jalen Waddle to score in the Dolphins to win is plus 125 as well. Do love me some Jalen Waddle. Um, if you want to talk Alabama guys, there you go. Texans dolphins in the worst game, maybe in NFL history coming up this Sunday, mm. but they got to play at five and a half point spread. The total is 46 and a half. Wouldn't touch that. I might either. take the under in that game <laughs> in the, in the under. Yeah. Just like this game is a stinky seven to three game, 18 turnovers, negative yards for everybody out there, not including kneel downs. I might take the under just because I think both teams suck that bad. Uh, a couple props that are up. The Dolphins to win between one to six points. Boosted props. That is over at BetMGM is plus 310. The Texans to score 28 plus points is plus 280. And in the final one, you get a parlay of the Dolphins, Saints, and Browns all to win, which is plus 325, which I don't hate, actually. But I'm against the uh, Saints this weekend with Atlanta. So no go for me, no dice.